welcome to episode 81 of the month podcast where we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in american politics i'm tina Jaramillo. and i'm hillary doherty hillary we sound weird well we do and i can see you <laughs> which is kind of awesome like i'm glad i can see your face yes yeah we're doing this through zoom today Yes, we are zooming because I'm contact trace. You're kind of, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Close contact. contact. Close contact of the third kind. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's all right. Uh, listen. Hey, hey, listen. This is a warning to all you listeners. COVID is not gone. <laughs> like, I know people are out there walking around thinking everything's okay. We could take, I'm telling you, I went to the movies last night nobody's wearing a fucking mask in there and i'm oh, and i put no. i told my kid like we're six feet apart from people but i'm like put unless you're eating candy otherwise put the fucking mask on and enough of this like i can't believe how people are just like masks off and they walk around i don't even care if you're vaccinated what are you doing wear a mask i wear a mask inside every building yeah. everything that i do yeah I put a mask on when I'm somewhere. If Ooh. I'm outside, like if I'm at the beach or something, I won't. Put of course, a mask on but inside with and... other people, what are you doing? Yes. I so my husband was watching um, a soccer game. It was like the U.S. teams, mm -hmm. and it was in, I think it was in Texas. I forget what state. And I said, "Is this an old game?" Mm. And he's like, "No, no, it, it, it's today." The entire stadium packed next to each other, not one mask. And I get it. One, and, and they had babies. They had little babies in their arms. It's I was like, what is going on? No, people think that it's over. They think it's over. It's, it's, it's incredible. And Florida, where we live, is 20% of these new Delta variant cases. 20% is from this state. This yeah. state where people, people are coming here on vacation. <laughs> people are coming oh. here to like hang out. And I just, it's Yeah, we're incredible. now going to be ground zero of, like, the Delta yeah. spread. I mean, we're ground it's, zero for everything, honey. Everything. Oh, my God. It's the and, worst. And my husband and I were talking about the DeSantis, uh, mm. don't Fauci with me or whatever the heck it is that <laughs> yeah, he's selling. asshole. And he's profiting off of a pandemic. Well, well listen. He's profiting off of a pandemic. It's disgusting. Nothing about anything that man does surprises me or shocks me. He's such a fucking piece of shit. Such a piece of shit. I mean, what the fuck? I, there's nothing worse. There, tell me what's worse. And, oh, I know what's worse. We have a U.S. Senator, Marco Rubio, who was interviewed about something, and then they asked him about that, the Fauci, don't Fauci my blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, I think it's kind of funny. What? Yeah, no, it's not. You're it's a US, irresponsible. Yeah, you're a U.S. Senator, you stupid fuck. How about you stand up and say, hey, DeSantis, this is this is weird and gross. And, and, how, and how about that? I believe it was, I, I might be wrong. So I'll throw an alleged in there. <laughs> Allegedly, I believe it was Rubio and DeSantis when the vaccines were first coming out and they were only giving them to older patients yeah. before they lowered the age. But, but you know, the senators and these people could get the vaccine and they got the vaccine. Yeah. So I, and I've been seeing some posts about it where it's like, oh, yeah, why don't you get the vaccine like Trump did back in January? Yeah. Or like DeSantis did. Yeah. So like these politicians are out there making fun of it, making light of it. But guess what? They're vaccinated. I That's wonder right. why they're vaccinated. Yep. It's, it's And the people who follow them should go, hmm, they're vaccinated. Yeah. But they're telling me that this isn't a big deal. Like they, they don't see a disconnect there. 
I think that they don't think that they're vaccinated. I really think that they don't think they're vaccinated. Oh, they think that's a conspiracy. Remember when like, Trump? We're going to say that we're remember, vaccinated and we're not. You remember when Trump got COVID? Do you remember? What, yeah. Do you remember that? It feels like it was ten years ago. It was like a year ago. He fucking um, had COVID last summer. Come yeah. on, dude. Come on. But then he was like, on, "I beat it." Yeah, he was I'm in the hospital for man. like. Yeah, he's in the hospital uh, for like two days. But he got every. Meanwhile, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a piece of shit! Well, listen. Meanwhile, my meanwhile my son is in a in a room with the door closed in an air purifier. <laughs> I mean, listen. This is what it. So so. I mean, I told my kids, I'm like, don't you see? You see? now, my daughter is very, very funny about this. She will not go anywhere without a mask. I yeah. she had to go. She went to a birthday party where it was like. The equivalent from a step up of a splash pad, right? Like they had the things you can run around at the big fountains or whatever. She was in the fucking water with a mask on. Like she was in the fountains soaking wet mask. And I was like, I really don't think you need to do this. Meanwhile, she gets sick the next day, like a cold, but it was like, I don't think you need this. She was like, I'm not taking it off. No fucking way. Now my son does not want to wear a mask. And he attends a private school and I am very scared. Although their, their private school is, his school's pretty good about wearing the mask. So they had sent a letter out saying they're basing it on how many people get the vaccinations. If, if a certain percentage of people in the state get a vaccination or Broward, I guess, uh, the, they won't require the kids to wear masks or the teachers to wear masks. And I'm saying, go fuck yourself. Wear yes, the fucking mask. Have, wear, wear it. And my son won't I, listen well, to me. He, he won't wear it. And that's not good. Well, well, we've talked about this before. If the CDC would have just waited. If they would have waited and said, no one takes their mask off until there's a 70% rate yes. across America or per state, that would that would be the thing to encourage people to get the vaccine because yeah. they're like, dang, I, want, I, want, I don't want to wear these masks anymore. Right. And I think more people would have gotten it. But to just say, yeah, if you're vaccinated, because there are jerks like in our state mm-hmm. who walk around unvaccinated without a mask and don't care. Yeah. And feel they're bold about it, too. They're bold. Well, in California, it's gotten so bad there that they are reinstating the mask mandate. And that will never happen here as long as DeSantis is in charge. We will never have another mask mandate, ever. He didn't want to do it the first time. Like, gun to his head, he'll he'll do it. But he he didn't want to do it the first time. Well, yeah, unless it's like a federally mandated, we're in a state of emergency. I mean, that, and that's the thing. He would wait until you're in our most direst position Mm -hmm. to do something. You know, it's fucked. It's, it's fucked up. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get why somebody wouldn't get it unless unless they have. I know there's issues. If there's certain health issues, you really shouldn't get the vaccine. Like, and I and I hope that those people know to put the mat, leave their mask on. Then you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if it, if the vaccine will fuck you up, what will COVID do to you? You yeah. know. I was just I reading a whole yeah. article in the Sun Sentinel this morning about um, how it's devastating the Catholic Church, that worldwide, global losses of wow. clergy and nuns like the nuns and the priests it's incredible because oh, they're all in close quarters they're all in close quarters in one convent they lost like out of like 20 people they lost 14 these retired nuns in in italy last the first year of this of covid they lost 292 of these older priests and that year 299 uh men became priests so it's like it's almost like they had replaced this entire number wow i mean that's and and in some countries, it's a problem, like because they're smaller, right? And so yeah. there's nobody there and to cl- do that and, work. And close quarters. It's not like yeah, 
there, I mean, we, of course, we have our cities that are close like that, but yeah. Well, then when I, I, you get you get to that part of the article where it's like somebody they quote somebody going, "We just think that we wonder what God's p- purpose is." Oh, and I'm like, there is, uh oh, <laughs> this might be why we had so many losses. I hate God forbid. I I know we love our faith, but this might be why. Y'all live real close to each other. Every nobody. What 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 point? Like what uh, what precautions were you taking, or were you right. just going? Let's pray about it. The, you yeah. know that might be a problem. You can't, you can't just pray about it. No, come on, please. Well, my cousin just got back from Italy, and um, she just got back from Italy, and she said that everyone wears a mask. Mm, She's yeah. like, everyone is wearing a mask. Nobody is. There's no attitude about it. It, it just is. She's like, if you don't see one person without a mask, yeah, everyone just wears it. They but were that devast- country suffered. Yeah, they they were real. That was and one it's of the like and hit. it's like, do we have to get to the point of just this abject suffering? It's ridiculous. Um, we could. I mean, I feel like we were at a point of that. I mean, 600,000 Americans died. You would think yeah. 600,000 people dying would no. matter to people. And it's not like it the doesn't. AIDS epidemic where nobody cared about the gay community. These are like brothers and sisters and children and, and help first first responders. I mean, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. it, it I know. And I, it's almost as if if you're not hit closely, then you don't give a fuck. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but even um, remember those stories of uh, the nurses saying that even when people were dying of it, they were like, "No, it's got to be something else." Yes, and like they and they died. Oh, people are so like they fucking still dumb. didn't want to to. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna thing. get really dark. Do we need them around though? At this point, I mean, if you can't <laughs> even acknowledge a global <laughs> pandemic and that there's or people science. that yeah, or that this is real and you could get sick. Maybe you shouldn't be here. You don't, you really cannot function on the level of like every day. We, you know, what are you contributing? What are the, they the doing? New, are there new Darwinism? Like that's. That's right. Yes. <laughs> uh, have I told you about that show, Sweet Tooth? Oh, uh, so you... my brother has like, you've got to watch it. you got to watch oh. it. So I saw the preview and uh, I told my kids about it. It's so good. And uh, my daughter loves it. We And my son watches it, but my daughter really loves it. But it's about. It's it's a I believe it's based on a graphic novel, but it's um, uh, there's a a sickness comes to the to the world yes, and, and the babies it kills off it kills off humans and the day that the sickness hits, all the babies from that day forward that are born are hybrids. They're half animal, half human. There's no so more human cool. babies, and there's this wow. virus killing humans, right? And some people, of course, aren't getting the virus because they're immune to it or whatever. So those they're called the last men, and they're trying to kill all the hybrids, right? They're trying to hang <gasps> on to dear life for this earth. Oh, come on. And, uh, and then there's I people. Hate, I hate humans. I know, I know. <laughs> and then there's people trying to save the hybrids. Saying, like, obviously, at one point in the show, they're like, this is Mother Nature saying, humans, you had your chance. You fucked yes. it up. Get the, now now there's this other there's other species that's going to come around. It's so great, but the the <gasps> struggle the struggle of like good and evil and and what happens to people, right? Like, and then you see all these teenagers are on the show, but those it happened ten years ago, so they were five. Their parents die. These human children like have nowhere to go, and they like have to all come together in a commune and like they're trying to survive. <laughs> what wow. the fuck is happening? It's incredible. It's a great show. It's so good. Ooh. I yeah. may have to start that with, uh, well, I'll have to wait. I'm going to have to wait 10 yeah. to 14 days. <laughs> my, yeah. my son can't come out of his room. Well, he'll love it. You guys will, I think, uh, really like it. I mean, I don't really have anything else except um, 
last Friday, uh, we had a little muck come out with Lucy Sedgwick. She was the president <gasps> yes, and CEO. It was so good. Yeah, the president and CEO of Ruthless Florida. And um, that was a great conversation. And we have a couple of really great little mucks coming up that I'm so excited about um, recording and putting out and sharing with everybody. There's I gonna be- know. I was disappointed that we had to uh, move one of them today, but. Yeah, we'll, we're going to reschedule. Yeah. She and was so understanding. So. Good, good. And the one that I'm looking forward to is, let's just give a preview because I'm so <gasps> fucking excited about this. So we have some friends who are super into um, the government cover-up of UFOs, the existence of UFOs, and like, what does the government know? And you know, I, I don't know what law it is or what what did it what rule it is, but it's like if there's redacted or like comp um, what do they call it confidential? No. Yeah. Yeah. Reports that the government has that you have to wait like forty years before they'll yes. start to get released. So they're starting to release these these reports from UFO sightings that the the military had oh. or whatever. And so our friends Zach and David are going to come on, and they're not experts. Like, let's be clear, but they no, no, are no, like no. super obsessed with this information. They have, but all they've read through. Yeah, these are educated people, but yes. and they've read through it, and this is their opinion, and it's it's uh documents that have been released by the government yeah so we're going to be talking about actual yes real documents so it's yes. not just stuff out of thin air like we're focusing on what the government's released yeah and he's going so zach already told it gave us a thing that we, he wanted us to watch he's been sending me some some stories or reports or whatever and uh, oh, send I, it forward them along to me okay i will i will and yeah. um so he's like well how did you want any like points of like what we should say i was like listen i want to start with like what, what we, when it happened, what, what we thought, like what the government, like the little pieces, like the eyewitnesses, all those kinds of things. And then like what we know now that the government knew. And I also want to start, I thought it would be fun to start the podcast with like, you know, of the four of us, like raise your hands if you believe in aliens. Like, <laughs> see, like and then at the end, like see if we convince Tina, cause she's going to be the only one without her hand raised and the rest Tina, right? Are we alien? No, you're not alien. Are you, are you a believer? Um, no, no, I, I believe that we cannot be the only beings in existence. Okay. All right. Well, then maybe we're all believers. Uh, yeah, but, you know, there's a line for me, though. Okay. There well. is definitely a line. Okay. I would say that maybe our guests are way over the line from where my line is drawn. Okay. But I'm ex- that, like, that's why I want to listen to what they have yes. to say. Yes. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. I'm excited about me that. Me too. Me too. Um, but that's all I had. Did you have anything else that you wanted to share? No, man. I'm I am in just <laughs> in the COVID land. Yeah. Well, uh, you'll be out okay. soon. Don't worry. And just make sure yeah. you all stay safe in the house. You all be you'll be fine. Yeah, I had a friend who uh, said that her youngest had it, mm. and her husband got it, but that was before vaccination. And the other two children and herself did not get it. That's good. And they were all in the house together. So, good. you know, I, I think it's going to be okay. My husband and I are vaccinated. We're just going to keep an eye out on our oldest. Mm-hmm. It happens. It's still day happening. This day is a warning, day. folks. This shit is still happening. I mean, you it's know. It's still happening. And it's, I mean. And you're careful. You know, it's not like you're like. I'm going to uh, knock on, on wood here and uh, say that so far it's been pretty mild. Mm-hmm. What a fucking nightmare. It's, I just want it to be And you over. don't know. Like, you I know. don't know. You don't know. You don't know when you had it. You don't know Mm-mm. if you had it. You know, like, if he didn't have that fever, I would not know that yeah. he's walking around with COVID. Well, that's the whole point, too, with people <laughs> that don't wear masks. You don't know what the fuck's going on. And that's like, could you could you take it off? Sure, you could take it off. 
But what are you, what are the chances you're going to spread it to somebody else or catch it? Like, why would you take that chance? It makes no fucking sense to me. Makes no sense. And I got to tell you that he's been in summer school mm. and he's Hello? had a mask on and he's had a mask on every day. Uh, well, so what's going to happen I'm in dying. September? I'm dying. I'm dying to see happen? what happens. Well, I, I, again, there's going to be a blow up of numbers. There will be. And I know, September. I know my daughter will still wear her mask. I fucking know it. My son will be, uh, uh, he'll tell me he's wearing it and he won't be wearing it, uh, you know? And then and he comes home with it. My daughter will sleep outside. She'd be like, I'm fucking out. Like she's not going to deal with this. Yeah. It's, it's very scary. It's scary. very scary. Yeah. My, I mean, my, my son's friend got upset. Of course. I mean, he happened to be over and, you know, the reality of, I don't know. I feel like we've let our guard down and, and that's normal. Cause we were so anxious too in the first place. Nobody wanted us to live in that fucking cage or whatever the fuck we were living in this bubble. We wanted to get out. And, and even like all the articles you see in the paper, everything you see written is we're getting back to normal. Oh, this is happening. People are going, I just saw record number to- vacation tourists in the Keys. Record numbers. Oh, God. As soon as the COVID stuff started getting lifted. Could you imagine you live down there or you work down there? Oh, I'd be like, get out. It's fucking no. insane. And this heat, oh, my God. That's, I think the heat plus COVID has got to be hell. That's hell. Come on. Right? Oh, my God. Um, it's people, never ending. It's never ending. But then if we go back to the beginning, if it would have been, remember, it was like, just stay home, stay home, stay home. And people were like, you can't tell me to stay home. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me to shut down. You can't tell me. And if we would have done all of the things that they just recommended for longer, maybe we maybe wouldn't be here. Yeah. Oh, we're just stupid. We're stupid. I mean, forget it. Burn us all to the ground. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right, girl, I got to get started. on. All right. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I fucking love it. You know, I love it. Oh my god, twenty we're twenty minutes in, like fucking asshole. Sorry, you can fast forward. Yeah. Okay. Today (laughs) I am covering former US House rep from Ohio, Donald Buzz Lukens. Oh my god. Lukens Lukens. Yeah, that sounds right. Um yeah, Buzz. Buzz. I love it. I love it. Okay. And I read an article, there's not a lot of information about this, this guy, but the, the one article I read uh, by a reporter who, a journalist who knew him at the time, he, like, he said everything about this guy was just so, um, contrived and like, he made, like, he made up that nickname. It wasn't his real middle name. Like he made it up to sound like catchy for, as a politician, like call me buzz. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just a fucking, (laughs) I mean, just a dick from the beginning. All right. Lukens was born at. Buzz, that's like the <laughs> oh, stupidest no. nickname. Oh, I mean, come on. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, maybe it made him feel like, you know, down to earth, I guess. I just think of the brother, isn't it the brother on Home Alone? Wasn't his name Buzz? Oh, like, wait. he was a jerk. I think it was. Something yeah, with like the buzz that. cut, with that haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he was born in Har- Harveysburg, Ohio in 1931. He attended, sc- attended schools in Harveysburg and graduated from high school in Waynesville, Ohio. Waynesville, Ohio. Let me, hold on a second. I just read... That, I know this name. Now, is this the place where there was a zoo? Like, or not a zoo, but a guy, it was like a a Tiger King, but not a Tiger King. Like, the guy had all these wild animals, and then he oh. let, he opened the cages, and then, I believe, killed himself. No. So, in the middle, I believe it's Waynesville. This was a story, I think this is a story on my list, because the sheriff then had to instruct all of his 
um, deputies to shoot these animals. And you look at the pictures and there's like huge bears and tigers. They're all like lined up, shot dead. They were running wild in the streets of this little town. It was crazy. It wasn't that long ago. It was like maybe eight years ago. I think it's Waynesville. That is crazy. (laughs) It's on my list. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do it. I mean, I looked it up during Tiger King, (laughs) which was the beginning of COVID. Everybody got up. That's the great. Have you watched that all the way through? Oh, oh yeah. I watched it. it. I've watched it twice. (laughs) I'm fucking obsessed with that show. That was like the beginning of COVID. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nice. You see the connections. Yes, we're pulling. We're doing callbacks here, people. (laughs) Professional, professional. Um, He earned a bachelor's degree from Ohio State University in Columbus, Ohio in 1954. And after finishing college, Lukens joined the U.S. Air Force reaching the rank of captain after six and a half years of active duty. Remaining a member of the Air Force Reserve in 1961, Lukens accepted a job as minority counsel for the Republican staff of the House Rules Committee. So he was the president of the National Young Republicans in the early 1960s, which is huge. Yeah. Right? Um, In 1966, he won a seat in the U.S. House reps, defeating Democrat James Pelley. He began serving in the House in 1967. And in 1968, you know, two years later, he was reelected to that seat. Um, He chose not to run again in 1970. Instead, he made a run for for governor of Ohio. But he was defeated in the Republican primary by Roger Cloud, who then went on to lose the general election to Democrat John J. Gilligan. So Lukens was then appointed to the Ohio State Senate. So at the time, somebody was pulled out of office, and so they appointed him to the seat, and he got started to get reelected to this seat, and he served from 1971 to 1986. Um, in 1986, incumbent U.S. Rep. Tom Kindness did not stand for reelection for his seat, so Lukens then ran to replace Kindness and defeated perennial Democrat John W. Griffin. Lukens then served uh, the term in his the first term in 1987, and he won reelection in 1988. Okay. So we're going right into the scandal. Like this is okay. So okay. his time in office was was, you know, the usual shenanigans. Like nothing ever, you know, no big deal. You know what I'm saying? All right. Like so he, was, he didn't do much. Not much. He I mean, there was. Served, but there's. We're gonna find out that things were happening. That he was up to shenanigans later on. But at the before the scandal hit, there wasn't anything like that. Um, okay. He did have like a bad temper. Like this journalist described, like sitting down and talking to him and like. And the guy was, he would just like, he flipped, he literally flipped a table talking to this journalist and started oh screaming God, at him. He did like, a, what was it, Teresa Giudice? Yeah, yeah. From yeah. Uh, Real Housewives. Yeah. What did she, <laughs> prostitute whore. Prostitute whore! She flips the table. <laughs> That's what he did. And he said, <laughs> the journalist was like, they're in a restaurant, they gets up and walks out, and the journalist is just sitting there like, hi, good morning, everybody. That's what Because he wanted, this guy Lukens wanted stuff off the record. And the journalist was like, I don't think so. I don't think we're going to do that. You're talking to a journalist, yeah, man. I don't think we're going to do that. So, okay. Here's, this is the major scandal and it's, it's gross. It's trigger warning. Uh, oh, it's, no. he's a fucking creep of the highest oh, order. No. So on February 1st, 1989, an Ohio television station caught Lukens on camera at a Columbus, Ohio McDonald's restaurant talking with Anna Kaufman, the mother of a teenage girl, Rosie Kaufman. Now, I don't know why these cameras were there. I don't know if they were following him. I don't know if somebody thought he was up to something, if somebody tipped them off. Like, I don't know 
why they were there. I could not find Yeah, because that's so random that... It's so random. He's at a McDonald's and a TV crew. Like, why... There. You know, as an elected, you can move freely through the... You're not the president yeah. of the United States. You can move freely through the world, and no one's following you to McDonald's. So something must have happened that tipped him off. Maybe this mother did. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So they were talking about Lucan's sexual relations with Rosie, oh, the daughter. Oh, no. Soon afterward... Ew. How yeah. old is he at this time? So 1989, let's see, he was born, I, I did put his year in, 1931, so he's 58, and she's 16. Oh, my God. So soon afterward, a grand jury brought charges against him of contributing to the delinquency of a minor because of allegations that he had paid the girl $40 and gifts in exchange for sex when she was 16 years old. Oh, <gasps> 40 yeah. bucks? I mean, <clears throat> I mean... <laughs> It gets worse because he becomes like he's not someone who's like, "Ooh, sorry." Like he's not like that at all. Oh. He just he he's yeah, a fucking yeah, well, dick. He named himself Buzz. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so further allegations have been made that the relationship with Kaufman began when she was 13. <gasps> oh my god, no. But no. a grand jury declined to pursue char- further charges against Lucas beyond a single charge of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. So for some no, reason This is rape. This should yeah. be rape. But it's How not, it not I'll tell you, you'll, you'll find out in a second. So on June 30th, 1989, a jury in the Franklin County Juvenile Court convicted Lukens of the misdemeanor crimes of contributing to the delinquency of a minor and contributing to the unruliness of a minor for paying $40 to Kaufman for sex in his Columbus apartment on November 6, 1988. Now, both of these, both of these charge delinquency of a minor and unruly behavior or whatever, yeah. it, it, it feels like victim blaming like you know like that yes ding 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 like the language yes is putting it all on this child Mm -hmm. that's what happens um ridiculous so the reason why i think he only even really got convicted is because she had a friend with her at the apartment who was 19 who was a witness to what not i don't think the sex but definitely like she was there this is what happened we walked out with 40 bucks or whatever like i don't know but there was a witness in the apartment and i think that's the reason why he really even got convicted in the first place, you know? And this reporter uh, who I talked about uh, described being in the courtroom and hearing these disgusting fucking details, this girl um, uh, on the stand, the 16-year-old on the stand, telling what had happened in that apartment. And he oh went back to the God. news bureau to his editors and was like, here's my story. And he wrote all of what this girl said. And they said, you can't put this in a family paper. Like, you, this is a family newspaper. Well, and he's like, it's the um, news. yeah, he's like, I really it's feel like, it. yeah, he's like, I, I think it was the fourth congressional de- district. He's like, I really feel like the voters and the constituents in the fourth congressional district of Ohio should know what this motherfucker is up to. And they're like, no, 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 no. So he had to end up editing all of that out of the paper. So you've got this like cover up. T- to me of like here we are covering up for the crimes of an elected official just like how with kennedy they would never really talk about his affairs and and he ends up coming off in history as this great guy this is a child yes 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 this isn't like i'm having some affair on the side this is it's fucked up it's fucked up so the judge and who is this 19 year old sitting in the room with a friend going yeah go ahead i mean i think teenagers come on are just stupid you know what i mean so this gets worse because the judge then sets aside the conviction on the first charge and says, then nah, that's okay. You're not going to be, you're not going to have to deal with that. Oh my but he this upheld. Isn't, this, this isn't like 1960, 19, this is 1980 and the nineties. Yeah. Practically. Yeah. So he, they put, they set aside the misdemeanor 
the the delinquency of contributing to the minor and he upheld the one for the unruliness for paying her right um and so that so that is a received a, he received a maximum penalty hold on to your fucking hats 180 days in jail and a fine of a thousand dollars that's oh it my that's God. it then the judge suspended all but 30 days in jail and half no. the fine. Yeah. And ordered Lukens to attend a sex offender program and be tested for venere venereal diseases. That's uh, all he had to do is go to jail uh, for 30 uh, days, pay $500 and go to some stupid fucking class and get tested. Is, this is disgusting. Gross. And by the what way. What happens to this girl now? Well, I, I mean, I know a little bit about what happens, but like. So let's get in. So, so the bond was set at a hundred thousand dollars, which the judge, which the judge declared, quote, eminently reasonable for a man with no remorse whatsoever. End quote. Now, yeah. So if you see that he has no remorse, why are, why are you, you doing his sentence? I mean, I why? gotta tell you, these judges. You know, you you saw that this judge in Texas basically just overturned the Dream Act, the Dream of yeah, Dream, okay, the DACA, yeah, the DACA, and the D Democrats are like. Oh, we're really, they're vowing to fight this. They're vowing to fight this horrible ruling. Is, you know, can we get our fucking heads out of the, our asses? This is what happens when you have a Republican fucking president for four years. This is, this is what, ha and a bunch of open seats. Yes. That you just. Obama did not up. fucking appoint anybody or not enough. And so Trump filled all those seats. Now this is the same thing. Now we got this fucking judge over here, uh, letting some guy off probably because they're friends and they run, run the same circles. Right. You know? And and it was probably like, oh, this girl, she's you know, they probably have something. Here we go. Are you ready? Her class level oh, or you're so good, Tina. You're so something. good. That's exactly what happens. So uh, though Ohio's age of consent is 16. <clears throat> right. So this is why we're not in trouble. Right. Because it's 16 years old. But She was 13. Well, she was they, 13. the grand jury didn't didn't book anything like that on him even though the police were like we have evidence that no the 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 grand jury was like no no no, we're not gonna deal with that they did not bring up charges for that so lukens was convicted so lukens conviction was under a misdemeanor statute that states that quote no person shall aid abed induce cause encourage or contribute to a child or ward of the juvenile court becoming an unruly or delinquent child end court so lukens made an unsuccessful appeal to the Franklin County Court of Appeals. He appeals this fucking thing. Can you believe the balls on this guy? This, the fucking balls on this guy. So, but they never looked at this as an assault mm -mm. at all. No, because she was 16. So, but and, he paid her, so they couldn't even do, like, solicitation on no. him? He said it was, right? like... Because he's he, giving her money. He said it was a but gift. He's just that was the contributing... That was that contributing to a minor, like the unruly blah, blah, blah of a minor. Right. So... A particular, oh, because he's saying, oh, I just saw out her presence. It was a consensual relationship. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. God, what a gross, I know. disgusting person. I know. Is he married? Was he married? Oh, yeah. Well, hold on. I want to tell you about that in a second. So oh, a particular contention was the fact that Kaufman had a considerable juvenile delinquency record, which include curfew violations, running away, and petty theft. So this is the girl. But this record, as well as the psychiatric report, was ruled inadmissible. She lived with her mother, but was a ward of the juvenile court. Lucan's defense was that the juvenile record would show that Kaufman was already a delinquent and not a reliable witness. So he took advantage of a, of a girl who's already troubled and going through things. Yeah. Great. And then he that's, wanted that's to use worse. that against her. That's even worse. He's a fucking what a, asshole. Oh my God. What a fucking creep, dude. He's a scumbag. Beyond. I, I, he, I, yeah. And he's still holding, he still held office. Yes. 
The reliability, oh the reliability of her testimony was already under attack as there were significant testimony inconsistencies on her part and a fact that con- a fact conceded by County Prosecutor Michael, Michael Miller. Refusing to resign from his seat despite the demands of the Republican leadership, Lukens lost the nineteen ninety he lost the nineteen ninety Republican primary to state representative oh, John good. Boehner, who would oh, later become my. speaker so of the House. A lot. Thanks a lot, Buzz. Thanks a lot. I love it. And now, you know, every time I would look up something about this guy, Buzz, it would be like how he led to John Boehner being in the fucking house, which is so great. great. Um, I mean. On October 23rd, 1990, uh, the House Ethics Committee voted to investigate charges that Lukens had fondled and propositioned a (gasps) capital elevator operator. And so from, and because of this, then he resigns from Congress before, before the John Boehner election even happens. So like he's in the middle of reelection and he resigns from his seat because, uh, now he can't go against, this isn't the small town. This is someone at the Capitol. This is someone that people are going to think is a reliable person. Yes. Yeah. So in January, 1991, he served nine days of the 30 day jail sentence handed down nine days of the 30 he served. That's it. Um, in, oh my God. I know. And I'm sure that he was like separated and in, you know, a special little cell or some shit. Too. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, in 1995, the task force investigating the house banking scandal charged him with five counts of bribery and conspiracy related to actions oh. he took while in Congress. He was accused of accepting a bribe of $15,000, which is a totally another thing that I have on my list of right. things to talk about. It's another scandal. But the House banking scandal was in early 92, and it was revealed that the U.S. House rep, some, uh, allowed its, or the, I'm sorry, that the U.S. House of Repre- Representatives allowed its members to overdraw their House checking accounts without the risk of being penalized by the House bank. So there were House members, oh, including this guy, God. writing checks more than what what he what they had in there, you know, and never. What is wrong with our What is wrong with our government? I don't know, but this he was convicted <laughs> of. This he was convicted yeah. of in March 1996, yeah. and he was sentenced to 30 months in prison, which he did serve. Um, okay. So before so I, he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have even been able to do that crime. Right. He, he shouldn't should have, have fucking been, been there for the other, yeah. for, the, for, for the really horrific crime that he committed. Yes, I agree. Um, so he was married to a woman who was uh, 21 years younger than him. All right. So we know what this guy's about. You know what I mean? And they ended up divorcing after a couple years or oh, after 10 years. I was thinking, okay, great. She's 31. I guess she's too old at this point. Maybe she looks too old. You know what I'm saying? Like, He's, there's something very off here. I mean, obviously, he's obviously, a he's, he's a, a predator. fucking predator. Um, and he died of cancer in Dallas, Texas, 2010, and he was 79 years old. So he kind of like faded away. And the, yeah. he was like a big supporter of Reagan when he was running for president. And you know, there was all kinds of talk about this guy being a huge politician. And he just kind of he just like failed on epic proportions, like just totally yeah. bombed. You know what I mean? And it's all his personal fucking behavior his gross gross behavior yeah that poor girl because (gasps) i'm sure that the the fallback for her was probably terrible that she has to get up there talk about this and have as a child it's bad enough when adult women have their character shredded when they report an assault to let alone a child who's already dealing with a lot of stuff having to defend her character Mm mm-hmm and break. how well can she possibly do that? You know what Where I mean? The, the, At a 16. the prosecution protecting this kid, girl. Mm. You know? I mean, they're using her as a witness, but it, it, it's, it's terrible. You know? God. That's my story. That's good. That's <laughs> sad. 
It's fucking sad. Uh, but it's you know, sad. we talk about that. We've talked about this before. The 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 victims that are part of these political fallouts and like what happened, like a Monica Lewinsky or yeah. you know, like or uh, Chappaquiddick. We talked about um, what's her name? Oh God, help me. Uh, Mary. Yeah, uh, Ch- Kopechnik. Kopechnik. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Like they just you their their stories, their families kind of fade in the background. And their lives are completely fucking rocked, right? Yeah. And the same it's thing terrible. with this. Yeah. Same thing with this girl. This guy moves on. He's like, oh, she's a fucking criminal. We can't. Uh, you know. Yeah. What's we it? can't believe a word she says. Yeah. This. Give me a break. Meanwhile, he's a manipulative a fucking creep. And, and that this judge says, God, here's a fifty-something-year-old guy with yeah. this child. Yeah. Come on. Come on. There's, that's not consent. I'm sorry. No. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Can I get some coffee real quick? Yeah. Okay. I'll be right back. Hi, I'm Maya Grant. And I'm Rebecca Cohen. And we are The Sauce. The culture and politics podcast where we drink cocktails and ruin the stuff you love. Like revealing how mafia movies paved the way for Donald Trump. And connecting My Little Pony to QAnon. And asking, what the hell is it about Adam Driver? Our listeners say... The hosts tear into their subjects with such clarity and depth, you may need a cigarette afterwards. And... A bit like Chapo Trap House, but it doesn't make me want to end my life. Find The Sauce with Maya Garantz and Rebecca Cohen wherever you get your podcast. Today, yes, I'm going to tell you the story of former Brownsville Independent School District trustee Sylvia P. Atkinson. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so a trustee is basically like a school board member. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just was like a trustee. It sounds so much like fancier. Yeah, it does. Than, <laughs> than a school board member, so. Our story takes place in Texas, specifically in Cameron County, Texas, which is at the very bottom tip of the state. Mm. That little tip that sticks out, that's yes. where it is. Yes. Um, and Sylvia Atkinson earned a seat on the Brownsville Independent School Board after serving in several key educational roles. But mm. when her alleged gambling problem interferes with her judgment, Atkinson rolls the dice <laughs> on her future. <laughs> P.S. P- uh, what is with these women? Haven't I did it? She's still. I'm sorry, folks. She's still laughing at her own joke about rolling dice. Um, how many? I've done a woman who was gambling with the gambling. What is with these yes. women and the gambling? I don't know. It's. I. I guess. Uh, you like going to play slots or anything like that? So I used to like to play cards. Like I grew up, my family okay. played cards yes, a yes, lot. Yes. Yep. Um, and uh, so I like a good game of poker. I'll play. I'll play poker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to go to the casino. Like my brother, when he would come down, we'd go and do like uh, you know, uh, Texas Hold'em at the casino. We'd yeah. sit at the tables, whatever. Yeah. But slots, not really. No. My dad likes the slots. Yeah. And my dad. Uh, I mean, when I was little. Do you remember, because uh, you're from Florida, mm-hmm. pretty much, mm-hmm. they had the cruises to nowhere. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Remember those? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So my, Fun. Dad to, <laughs> my dad used to love those. And uh, he would take me with him because you could drink at 18. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And so <laughs> we would, I'd go with my friends and my dad would be, you know, gambling all night and we would go drink. And Yeah. You know, I, well, and I'll he, tell you what. gamble too. The night I graduated <laughs> high school. The night I graduated, May 1996, honey. Um, oh, baby girl. <laughs> I was a baby. Um, we went on one of those cruises. 
And that's the, so basically, because li- we live in Florida, you can go out yeah. it's, as soon as you get into international waters, which is not that far. It's like 10 miles. Yeah. yeah. You're now in waters where you, people can drink. And there's a bunch of fucking idiot 18 year old kids. Yes. Drinking on this stupid boat. That's I mean, me. I mean, what in the. <laughs> could you imagine? Does that even happen now? Oh, Do I don't know. It anymore? has. It has to. But I can't imagine knowing, or maybe my mom doesn't know. I, I, I don't think she knew. But like, you know, your kids are out there on this boat in international waters, getting drunk. Getting drunk. Holy I was shit! Go, I, I went with my father. Oh my god! <laughs> my mom. I think my mom would be very upset if she knew that I did that. Oh and I was god. also smoking, which was delightful. In the oh ocean breeze. We did, yeah, we did all. And they, I remember they would have like the smallest little like dance room. Yes. Oh. And boats are so gross, by the <laughs> so, way. Boats so. are so fucking gross. You know what I mean? It's so gross. And those boats were like. Dingy. Like so gross. Yeah. They're rusted. Who the fuck? Yeah. What were we doing out there? What are we doing? <laughs> you know, when you step on the boat, you're like, oh, it'll be, it'll, you know it looks what? like it floats. We need to do, we need to do a muck trip. We need to yes. do like a, a, a muck, like meet and greet yes. on <laughs> the trip boat to nowhere. To nowhere. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, P.S. Before we, before we just continue, I'd like to congratulate you on that Paris Hilton meme it was fucking beautiful oh my god it was perfect Tina. it's like lame and it's beyond it's lame it's embarrassing that's how oh that's how god. i would describe american politics i was laughing so hard and my husband and my oldest son were like it's not that funny i'm uh, like it is funny it's so funny go to our instagram and check out tina's beautiful work it's oh amazing amazing so funny sorry all right yeah sidebar so, yeah all right so some of her background The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of Texas wrote that prior to her role as a trustee, she served as superintendent of two school districts, Mm. Santa Rosa and Los Fresnos. She was assistant superintendent of Brownsville Independent School District and the Rio Hondo Independent School District. She was executive director of high school programs and community outreach at Texas Southmost College, and she was in this position as well as the trustee um, elected seat at the same time when the indictment came out. And she was elected to the Brownsville Independent School District in November 2016. That year still gives me Ajita, but... 2016? Yeah, because of, you know, 45. Oh, Um, my God. And then shortly after, in 2018, she was appointed vice president of the board, Mm. which is, like, a pretty big responsibility. So one thing I thought that was kind of odd I guess was that she served as superintendent and then she's like a member on a school board and it seemed like yeah. like a drop yeah but I couldn't find anything about that um maybe she just wanted to stay maybe like that time is it a thing that rolls around like or you said she was elected because you know how sometimes in the county position they they take turns being the mayor like whose turn is it to be the mayor of this of the county do you know what I mean yeah th- yeah this um I don't know i don't this is an elected seat. So I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. It's it just, very strange. It strange. So um, Brownsville also was the 19th largest school district in the state. So it's a pretty big district. Mm-hmm. All right. So what happened? Ooh. Atkinson used her office for ill-gotten gain and specifically for securing contracts so vendors could give her a little taste. Ooh. Right. So it's always with these vendors. Yeah. We know um, lots of school board members here in Broward or a couple at least that we know have done this. Hello. Hello. And it's, it's not right. It's not right. So Jim Parker of KBIA cited U.S. Attorney Ryan Patrick, who said that, quote, the contracts would provide various goods and services to the school districts 
including computer tablets, medical teleconferencing services, and tutorial services. Mm. And Rudy Morales of KRGB offered an example. Um, in this article, this writer was saying that essentially Atkinson would seize on these potential opportunities. Um, the example that was given was that there was a need for student tablets Mm-hmm. and they needed like a hundred student tablets so instead of letting it go to bid like it would normally do she found a guy from a security products company and convinced him to bid on the job to provide the tablets so he had no educational background or anything and he didn't even sell those kind of products but what she convinces him like you need to do this bid and the guy does it <sighs> but he misses the bidding deadline but she uh, still convinces then superintendent, this guy Garcia, to let the bid go in. And that guy ends up winning the contract. And it was $24,000 for 100 tablets. And 3000 of that went to a middleman who was going to give the money to Atkinson. Wow. So here's his 24000 So really, they're spending $21,000 on the tablets. Three grand is going to Atkinson. And she probably gives that middleman like... 500 bucks or something who knows all of this for that much money she's gonna pocket for, a couple yeah, of thousand. like a few two thousand dollars but if you're doing that with contract after contract after contract uh, you know it's not sus at all as the kids say it's not sus I know, that she's doing sus. this with all of these contracts like wouldn't you be suspicious like oh she knows the right person and pushing for contract right right so the best part though of that tablet scheme was that the tablets didn't even work Oh my god! Because there was a problem with the internet access, the way the tablets were set set up. So it was basically a wasted twenty four grand on top of it, and the kids didn't even get the tablets that they needed. Well, it really wasn't about that in the first place. That's that's the worst part, you know. That's the worst part because these are kids who probably teachers school that needed this equipment. Of course. All right. So the major incident, according to the U.S. Department of Justice's Southern District of Texas's U.S. Attorney's Office. Atkinson created a scam to engage in bribery with vendors who wanted contracts. And she did this both with the Brownsville Independent School District and the Rio Hondo Independent School District. Mm. So not only that, but she set up a a shadow company and she hired sales employees from potential vendors that she considered doing business with. So she has this fake company and it's like, okay, these are the vendors I want to hit up. So she hired people from their company to work for this fake company because that's how then the money could sort of go through. And those were potential people who could grease her palm a little bit. This is unbelievable. So this is a lot of thought. Yeah, a lot, a of, lot of planning. Yes, yes. I love to make criminals. This work. I love criminals that put this much fucking time and energy I into a scam. I mean, you how really about just gotta, like figure this out? Why don't you come up with a legitimate business idea and make money that way? Why are you yeah. having to scam all this fucking money? You're putting and too much work you're, you're into it. You're scamming out of schools. And, Why? and at the end, it ends up hurting kids. Just end up hit. Just go to an ATM, hit somebody over the back of the head, and take their money. Like that's easier, <laughs> less work than this. Than creating a shadow company because you would have to file. Yeah, Tina, it's a lot of work. It's so stupid. <laughs> file taxes. Where's your tax? No. What is? What is she doing? She, uh, it's crazy. By the way, can so, you just do we are we going to find out or do you know what was the gambling she was involved in? What did she like to do? I didn't I didn't see like oh what my her God. thing was. I think it was like casinos. It okay. was casinos, but I don't know. Wouldn't like, it be so great if it was like was. bingo? Right. Uh, like penny slots or nickel slots. So yeah, penny slot machine. <laughs> so 
what went down. Okay. So the Southern District of Texas's U.S. Attorney's Office reported that the feds put in an undercover agent. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. To catch her in the act. So it wasn't like a, a federal agent. It was someone that they said, hey, like an informant, kind of like, can you mm -hmm. do this for us? And the agent, this guy, offered Atkinson $10,000 <laughs> for potential use of school district facilities to film a Hollywood movie. Oh, please. And she I fell know, for this? It's so funny. I love a good sting operation. Me though. too. I love it too. It's, like, it's, <laughs> so great. it's such a dumb fucking um, offer, but she's going to take it because it's $10,000 and she can just pocket it's that shit, grand. right? So you just offer her. Yeah. You can like, make, let's do it. You can make up any fucking scenario, ridiculous scenario. Just make the dollar number great and she'll fucking yeah, take it. Yeah, she'll do it. She'll do it. Hollywood so movie. So KRGV reported that the informant testifies to reporting Atkinson accepting. Now, this says 6,000 in bribes. Another article says 10,000. Another says that it's 56,000. So there's all these numbers floating out there in different articles, but essentially she's taking money. Dang. And it was this act with this informant, because now they have it on tape that led to the indictment, because now they're like, we have like this concrete thing and we can go after her on, on everything. Yeah. So that particular exchange. So Ronnie Marley of Valley Central CBS 4 cited a snippet of the Atkinson recording where she says to the, inform to the informant, quote, I'll get you a couple of people to give me some quotes because, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be for free. And the whole reason I mentioned about having you be in the front, it's because he can get you paid. Dang. So... Like they ha and it's like it's pages and pages and pages of like phone calls and all this stuff uh, uh, recorded. So we get the deal. Once the money comes in, then she works on getting the other members to vote her way, promising who knows what to do so, and then she gets her money. Mm. So this part I liked when they arrest her. She was on her way to a school district meeting. And when she arrives, like she gets out of her car to like go to the meeting, that's when they all go in to arrest her. Ugh. So they could have arrested her at home. They could have arrested her like anywhere, but yeah, like they, they want to shame her. They want to, of course, they want to make a show of this. Of so course. Good. I thought that was really cool. Yes. I love it. All right. So the charges, according to the Southern district of Texas's U S attorney's office, Atkinson faced an eight count indictment for the following one count conspiracy, one count bribery, six counts of violation of the travel act hmm. i think we've talked about the travel act maybe in another episode or something similar to it but just a quick overview the travel act essentially makes it illegal to go from state to state with the purpose of committing a crime hmm. and this also included using the u.s mail for that purpose as well um, and i got that from wikipedia and it was enacted by the president you just covered in episode 80, JFK, oh. in 1961. So he did do so something she, besides fuck yeah, everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she faced up to five years in prison for each of the Travel Act violations and the conspiracy charge alone. And the bribery charge held a potential 10-year sentence. So that's at like 45 years that she's facing. But we know that it never ends up with these kind no. of like crimes to be that sort of hefty sentence. Right, right. Um, it's barely anything usually. So after her indictment, a petition was started to have her removed from her position because, you know, she didn't resign or anything. Because, of course not. Why would she do that? Like, why? No. 
she pleaded not guilty. Oh, that seems smart. Fucking yeah. undercover agent. That sounds like a good idea. Okay. But when she took the stand, uh, Rudy Morales of KRGB News reported that she testified that she acknowledged what she did was wrong, but she didn't think it was illegal. So she's like, I knew that it wasn't right what I was doing, but it, she didn't think that it was against the law. Wow. And I don't know if that's better or worse. Like, you know that you're doing something bad, but you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, that's I don't it. know. How did she it, not it's know? Just, it's like, what kind of defense is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Yeah, it's weird. So Gabby Moreno of Valley 4 Central CBS 4 uh, stated that during the court proceedings, Atkinson's attorney, Josh, Josh Schaefer, claimed that the gambling addiction led her to look uh, for more ways to get her hands on money. So, you know, they say that gambling is a disease and this yes. and that and the other, and, and she can't stop herself. Yeah. So Long cited Schaefer after sentencing, and he said, quote, by all accounts, she was very good at her job. And apart from the very worst that the government wants you to focus on, she suffers from a camp gambling addiction. It's no secret to the court that she gambled excessively. It was like throwing gasoline on a fire. It drove her to need more money than she earned. Wow. So that's the sort of reasoning behind everything. I mean. And Miranda also noted that there may have been other mental health issues at play that were kept quiet for Atkinson's privacy. So they didn't oh. really go into <clears throat> what else she may have been suffering from, I guess, because that's like her personal what, health. Is there any like speculation? I wonder what that could have been. No, it just said mental health. So I don't, I don't mm. know. I got to tell you, she seemed, her mental health seemed to be in good state when she's fucking planning. When she's making deals. I mean, I've never seen somebody so fucking, she's fucking busy, honey. She's busy. Her mind seemed clear. Sorry. Is that, yes. is that well, not being supportive? Her attorney further no, I mean, I feel like defense attorneys are going to do whatever they can mm. to get their client off. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her attorney tried to argue, in fact, that like we've seen in several other cases, that her past reputation and dedication to her community should be considered and noted that losing her former respectability should serve as punishment enough. <laughs> and it's like, no. Okay, so you get to, just because you were an upstanding person, you could do whatever the hell you want. And then, hey, yeah, your reputation soured, so that's enough. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel bad for her. Fuck it's you. ridiculous. Fuck you. No. Everybody's respect. When you commit a crime, you should be embarrassed, and that's it. But that's not the end of your punishment. No. You should be embarrassed plus jail time. <laughs> Get the fuck out. So Moreno reported that Atkinson was sentenced to 80 months in prison. That's six mm. years and eight months. Jesus. And $35,000 in fines. I mean, six hey. years, that's a long time. Almost that is. Seven years. I think it's appropriate. And Moreno noted that after her sentencing, Atkinson had this to say. Quote, next to the passing of my brother, this is the worst day of my life. Jesus. So uh, the press release from the Southern District of Texas's U.S. Attorney's Office noted that the court believed that Atkinson lied, quote, excessively throughout the trial, which added to her uh, sentencing uh, with what's considered a justice enhancement. So the judge felt like because she lied, like that he added onto the sentence because of like he, that he was upset that he felt like she was lying the whole time and not being truthful throughout yeah. the court proceedings. And so, I mean, it's really hard, you know, it's one thing if I, I, I mean, I, I don't know, I guess stealing 
I feel like there's times when people steal and I'm just like, all right, listen, their family's fucking starving. She needs to get some bread. Right. Like, I feel like right. that this woman took an active role where she's going, this is the worst day of my life. At what point, though, did you ever stop and say, like, I shouldn't be doing this? She was right. so fucking in it. And I, so that's where I, just, I don't understand. And right. also, you, how do you think you're not going to get caught for this? How do you think that's, that's going to happen? How, yeah, and, what? and like, I get the gambling addiction to, like, you know, like if she is addicted and she can't stop herself and she's looking for ways, uh, but she's still stealing. I mean, yeah, the judge in the case of Fernando Rodriguez, you know, when he gave the sentencing again, not only did he get that justice enhancement, but they said it was sort of harsher sentencing because he wanted to deter others and mm. he felt like she really abused the public's trust and that that's the point there yeah. needed to be, you know, an example made. Yeah. U.S. attorney Robert Johnson said, quote, people give all kinds of reasons for committing crimes. She made the same decision over and over again. Yes. yes. I'm going to sell my public office to mine my pockets. Yes. You know, that's and exactly so, right. That's exactly that's right. Did. Yeah. And you shouldn't honestly come on. You know, it wasn't just one time and oh, I need this money to pay my bill. No, like a Jane Peters, if you will. You know, this yes, woman who was suffering yes. and like in debt and needed to try to save, trying to fucking do anything she could. Right. Using the credit cards to, to pay for things that she, her and her daughter needed. Like that, it's not, it's again, it's not okay, not, yeah. but she was in a desperate situation. This woman, give me a break. Give well, me a the break. aftermath of, I know, give me a break. After the aftermath, Atkinson plans on, of course, appealing the verdict. Oh, God. And some points of interest. Uh-huh. She was set to head to prison on June 18th, the day we are recording this episode. So she's we mean supposed- it's July 18th. Oh, my God. <laughs> Girl, you haven't I been home for two days. I need to check the date to see if it was July or June. I wrote June, and I thought it was June. Listen. Okay, well, she's in jail. <laughs> did she get deferred, like, the because of COVID? Did she have to wait to go to jail because of COVID? I did not see that. Okay. I mean, I think at this point, they're not, I don't know if they're doing but that But you're anymore. saying she went in 2021. Yeah, 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 2021. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a recent case. Dang. Uh, KRGV reported that the recordings from the FBI informant also had a conversation about some secret deal involving SpaceX. Space what X? SpaceX, the, so like the Trump, what the Trump the space program. Yes, <laughs> go to jail. <laughs> Put her in jail. Put her in jail immediately. Oh my, oh god. my god! So I found a Facebook page. So let me just say, this isn't like a journalistic thing. It was a Facebook page mm-hmm. um, from 2015 that had a post attributed to someone named Juan Montoya, who didn't like that they had hired Atkinson as the assistant superintendent of human resources. So this is like the year before she's elected. Okay. And the article cited a middle school teacher who allegedly said, quote, when you see Sylvia on the scene, it does not bode well for anyone. Something not nice is up. Ooh. And the article further noted that Atkinson was, quote, the iron fist inside the Brownsville Independent School District velvet glove. And another quote from a teacher, quote, her favorites will get the best positions and the rest will get the shaft. It always happens with her. Wow. So there were people so, who were on to her shenanigans. Come on. So there were people that maybe were on to it. Maybe they should have vetted her a little more before uh, voting for her that following year. Man. And then I also found a blog 
her old blog Look at is you. still up. <laughs> yeah, listen, we all and, get those blogs, those livejournal.net, yeah, whatever the fuck you get out. It's like, like an old WordPress blog, yeah. and it's, for old, it's called Sylvia Atkinson's blog. Uh, and it's from 2009 okay. and it's all about her career and whatnot. And to think like 10 years later, you know, yeah, uh, it's when she's getting indicted. And I just wonder if the Sylvia of that blog had any idea that she'd be the same Sylvia that got, you know, I wonder how deep she was yeah. in or was she always, you know, um, when we were on keeping up with the Cardassians, Nick asked us like, are people mm. sort of, going into politics already bad or do they become bad mm-hmm. and I was wondering that with this particular case because yeah. I don't know so much happens in 10 years you know like a lot of yeah. changes can can take place that's but, true but another article showed that she may have been shady from the get-go oh KTSM of NBC reported that back in 2008 she was fired from her position at Socorro Independent School District for alleged abuse of power, which of course Atkinson denied. Mm. And another article, a blog, the Brownsville Observer went further to explain that it was nepotism. And it was basically, she was allegedly hiring friends over other qualified people to positions. And then I found an old candidate questionnaire and I always find that funny because we work Yes, um, in organizations where we've where we've created these yes. candidate questionnaires, yeah. and she definitely leans left. Like her answers were no to voucher programs, no merit pay programs for teachers, and the like. So I thought that was interesting. Like that, you know, yeah. uh, her positions on things were on file, and that's the story of Sylvia Atkinson, the school board trustee who got caught with her hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, interesting little story. I love it. It's sad, you know, like your whole, she had this whole rich career in education. Yeah. That's gone. Like she's thrown it all away. I know. I for this wonder, addiction. I, yeah, but what's the turning point too, though? You know, I mean, you can be an addict and not steal, you know? So like, what's yeah. the turning point where you're just like, I'm going all in, you know? I mean, I it's so fucked up. Like, how do you have time? Oh yeah, no. To gamble that much money, I mean, unless you're like on these like high stake tables, and or it's like maybe it could be online gambling that can be addictive too. The colors uh, and the fucking all that shit, you know what I mean? Like that reward of, you know what I mean? People get addicted to that. To that yeah, a lot. I didn't even think about online gambling because yeah. I've never done that. Like I just always think of like the casino. Yeah, it's like getting likes on Instagram. You know, it's like it's like a, yeah. the, those kinds of rewards that you you're visually getting. They go right to your brain. I don't know. Ugh. Ugh, it's such a fucking bummer because I always have the I have the hope and belief that most people that go into a you know elected life, a poli- political life, that they do go in with the best of intentions, like we we're talking about. But we, remember, we want to get that guy on the show who I heard on NPR, and he wrote a book about how yes. they studied politicians, and the longer that they're in office, the less um, empathy they have. It just goes away. And because we, they're we need so far removed. Yeah, we do. Because it, yeah. when he would, what he's describing is like exactly what we talk about, how they get into office with these, these good intentions and they, for, for years and years, they just lose empathy and forget why they're there. And they don't, yeah. they make decisions and, and support things that don't have any. It's, it's, it's funny how that happens. I, mm. I, it, I would love to hear like what happens in the brain. I got to tell you, I think that 
you know, people tell you how great you are. They have to call you by a certain title. I, you know, I mean, I'm like, I'm wrapped up in it. You know, I'm always like rep this, rep that when I see representatives yeah. or yeah. look at Amari Hardy. Like he came to the Dolphins meeting, our Dolphins Dems meeting uh, this week. I mean, he comes walking up. I'm like, Tina, 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 because we're, we're at the table together. I'm like, look at this. So look handsome. This. Yeah, look who he looks. He's oh. always dressed like. Yeah, he's incredibly good looking. Yeah. But he's just, I mean, to me, he's such a fucking cool representative as far as like yeah. everything he supports and how hard he worked this this last session. And uh, I mean, I totally fucking was like fangirling out again, again. I was yeah. like, he's, he's like, how do I join? Uh, you know, so he starts filling out the thing and I'm like, Tina and I are big fans. We talk about you on our podcast. <laughs> we have a podcast. And Tina's like, yeah. And I was like, Ew. like, what if I'm 43? I'm 43 years old. What's wrong with me? Now, that's nothing compared to what happens when Ted Deutsch walks up because he was, oh. Alfredo was trying to get him to come speak at that meeting. Could you imagine if he had walked up? I would have oh, fucking would, lost oh my, my shit. Yeah. Passed out in the bushes. I'd be like, oh, my God, what a good looking man. Oh my God. I mean, but what do you want from me? There's, there's all, you know, I feel like that's the good side of it. And then mm-hmm. I think some of the downside of, um, I guess being an elected is not only the people that are fangirling over you, but the people who absolutely hate you just yeah. because, and, and having to deal with emails and yeah. Hate, hate and, mail, and, pe- basically. And, and people just saying terrible things about you. Like that would be hard that, that, to deal with on a regular basis. And in the old days before like email, social media and all that, you would just get a call yeah. or they'd come to a meeting and they tell you what they thought about you or whatever. Yeah. Now it's like oh, bombarding comments. It's like, uh, yeah, on every level they'll email you. Yeah. They'll, they'll send you um, tweets. They'll send you DMS. They'll get on your Instagram. They'll get on your social yeah, media. They I will mean, drag you. And it's like, it never fucking ends. It never ends. Yeah. I that just feel that part of it feels overwhelming. Yeah. To have to have to deal with and and develop a thick skin enough to yeah. not be hurt by it. And that's probably why they lean into the good stuff, right? They lean into yeah. like that ego part, you know, where it's like, yeah. well, these people over here like me. And so I'm going to, I'm going to just lean into this. And, and I mean, who the fuck wants to deal with that bullshit? Why would you run for office? Why would you ever do that? Why? I don't know. I, mean, I like being, uh, I love helping people get elected to office. Yeah. And I love doing like the community work. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if I would want to shoulder no. the responsibility. So our good friend Gracia ran in Oakland Park for the city of Oakland Park this last in November. Oh, she's incredible. She's incredible. And she came in, must have been fourth, because I think the first three, the highest people get the highest votes get elected. I think it was three of them. And so she she had talked about running again in two years. And so when I saw her the other night, I'm like, what well, you know, we're Somebody was running. Who was Elijah Manley was standing there talking mm. to us. And um, I said to her, I'm like, are you still considering it? She's like, you know, I'm, I've, I'm still thinking about it, but there's so much more I can do in not being elected. Cause your hands are kind of tied when you're elected, you know? So there's so much more work I can do that impacts more people when you're not elected. So I thought that was a really good take too. Like just yeah. because you want to do change, make change, you don't have to run for office every single time there's a chance you could actually do stuff without being an elected official, you know? Right. And if, yeah, if anyone's in, like interested at all, it's all of these uh, groups and organizations would love to have an additional yes. set of hands helping out with something. There's always work. Like I said at the, on the Cardassians pod, like believe it or not, everything's run by volunteers. There's, there's no club or caucus um, that isn't run by volunteers. Yeah. 
including for both for both parties. And if there's a, a certain issue that you're you know, you go vi- go join the environmental caucus or yeah, you know, whatever. Oh, there's um, so many issues that you can yeah get involved in. And you can just stay oh. in that lane. It can stay in the environmental lane. You don't have to ever dip into like you know, any other yeah. topic, just stay in that lane and you'll be fine. But just go do something, like do something. Yeah, go do something. Go do something. Yeah. I, I wanted to mention um, our article in Women <gasps> Podcast Magazine. Yes. So We're if famous. you haven't checked it out, it's women who, uh, you can find it at www.womenwhopodcastmag.com. Um, and there's a, a really lovely article about us. And there's uh, a lot of other great articles about other female podcasters. Um, I wrote one about the pod broads, yes. uh, Alexandra Cole, who I love. Like I, she's so great. And then so many other amazing female podcasters. So love it. Yeah. Check it out. Support those podcasts. One of my uh, favorite interviews. Definitely go check it out. And it's one of my favorite interviews we've ever done. That Kathy is so fun. <gasps> and we talked to her for at least two hours and yes. more than half of it didn't get in because I think there was a lot. We talked to her on Zoom, but I remember saying stuff like. We kept like, like going off yeah. like, on different tangents. Yes. And I would but, be like, Kathy, I'm about to tell you something, but this doesn't go in the article. That, Kathy, <laughs> take this out though, but don't put this in. But um, oh, I shared so with her. She, um, she sent me like a, it was a picture something of like, like how much uh, time our article was like she's like I have to go through all these transcripts <laughs> oh my god I was like sorry yeah but um we met her at Podfest in t- March yes. 2020 early March 2020 the last weekend before the world fell apart and yes. um thank god yeah that was so much fun thank god for Podfest oh my god I I cannot wait for Podfest when I, it's gotta be happening in 22 right I mean come on oh my god 100% I hope it's March 2022 um, we're definitely going. And if I know yes. Tina, like I know Tina, she's going to get us on a panel or some bullshit. Like she'll be, yes, she'll start applying and they are. would be totally, <laughs> it would be totally appropriate because we know what the fuck we're doing. Like let's yes. get us on the fucking panel. Yes. And I promise I won't curse on it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part See, of her, like, her fingers are crossed behind her back right now. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of, I, if you haven't listened to the keeping up with the Cardassians episode, it came out on July 12th. You should go listen to it. It's so fucking fun. And uh, my favorite part is I'm like, F this, F that. And then it was like 10 minutes and I go, uh, can I curse on the podcast? Because <laughs> I'm already like deep, knee deep into this. And they're like, it's an explicit rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to put an E on this just for you, honey, just for you. And then Rob says motherfucker at the end, which totally like got me going. I was like, yes. And uh, Joe said, what did he say when he gets elected? That he goes to tell everybody to get fucked. I mean, yeah. I was like, this is my favorite Cardassians episode ever. I'm so excited. It was, it was so good. Yeah. So you guys have to check that out. Oh, so much to check out. I mean, we are just like, oh. Oh my god we're all over the fucking place honey come on we're we're doing it we're doing it yes so uh okay. well it's good to see you listen what? hang in there I keep crying i know listen <laughs> hang in there everything's gonna be okay you will survive everybody's gonna be fine and we look at look yes. at how look at how great we are that we just did a zoom fucking podcast i know Oh, I love we it. We could record these and put it on. Now I didn't record it, the Zoom, but like we could do it and put it yeah, on YouTube we or something. Some and, put them on. and then I was thinking if we um, figure out a way to do a Zoom where you and I are together and we're Zooming with a little muck. Yes. Then we can see our guests. So hang in there. Everything's going to be okay. 
Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>